Welcome back to episode eight of Dubs Podcast. Uh, we took a slight break, but now we're back and we got everyone here today. We got Steven, Shelly, Jesus. Um, and in the three three weeks we were gone, there's been a ton of big news that we're going to cover today. But to lead it off, we have Cam. the reports of Cam Newton signing with the Patriots. Uh, what are your guys' initial thoughts on that move? Bill Belichick, he adopted his second son. <laughs> No, this, it, is, this, it, is, this is a big move for the page for the Patriots. I, I mean, I, I don't see much obvious, in it. But, I don't yeah. see much in it. It's a one-year deal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're. I mean, Patriots didn't lose much. All they really lost was Brady on offense. They still have a stellar defense, so they're still going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's, it's not a. It's just to have the name. Just, just yeah. have the, like just have, so like Belichick is not left without completely anything. Like the the franchise isn't left without anything. So they just. They just pick something up to cover for well Tom Brady left and they this isn't this I don't think this is like the future plan like hey I mean it I think it's like a win win play no matter what because hey let's say if we let's say they did sign him hey he does do well then we can just extend him he has our trust we believed in him but if not if things don't work out then you just lost it's just it's just money it's not really anything it's not a bad loss so it's just give him the opportunity. I think one thing that was key, though, with the contract is that I read somewhere that it was an incentive-laden um, contract. So when I saw that, I thought it was a good move because the Patriots are basically telling uh, – well, actually, it's, it's a good move for both the Patriots and, and yeah. Cam Newton because the Patriots are basically telling Cam Newton, here is your chance. Take advantage of it. Yeah, um, I read somewhere that you know Cam Newton's turning thirty-one, so he's he's just in his prime, where you know, like he's in that stage, you know, where he can yeah. he can make or break his career. And the Patriots yeah. are basically telling him, "Go get it." Okay, Go so like I, I was you reading can the... Be the next Tom Brady. Yeah, and um, I, I also read somewhere that they said they said while the NFL was playing checkers, Belichick was playing chess. So you know, I think all signs point towards this as a positive move. Well, I was I was reading in um. This article that uh, so like the the incentivized deal if Newton would to get hurt in the season or like Jared Stidham somehow beats him out in camp, uh, Patriots would be out only about like a million dollars or something. So it is a smart deal, but yeah. honestly, Cam Newton doesn't fit Bill Belichick's offense. I mean, yeah, Newton has a strong arm. He's a he's a mobile quarterback, but. I mean, we we all know that he's worth more than up to seven million dollars. I think he's a top five quarterback in the league. Oh, that's you know he he's he's a former mm. MVP and and you know his physician said you know he's in one of the best shapes of his life. You know, but he needed to be on a team. Like it would be really bad for him not to be on a team. So I think yeah. it, it, it's a good deal. All right, so. Um... I, I wanted to I wanted to pose a question so, first of all. Can, can we all agree that that the Patriots they're they're gonna they're gonna be a playoff team with Cam? I I think so. I think yeah, so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, I do, addressing addressing Stephen's concern though, I do think that, and I think it's possible Bill Belichick will have to restructure his offense because Tom Brady obviously was not a scrambler or mobile yeah. quarterback like um like uh, Cam Newton, but with Newton's ability to create space in the pocket. Uh, not create space, but evade space, you know, roll out. I think that's going to open the playbook for Belichick. Um, I do believe he's one of the most craftiest, smartest coaches in the league. So, you know, with with 
with Newton's ability to scramble, it's going to diversify his playbook. And and I think it's going to be interesting to watch the Patriots this year. I think you're going to see a shift in, in playing style, in my opinion. I honestly think they're a playoff team even without Cam Newton and they had Jared Stidham because their uh, defense is just that stellar. Look, Cam okay, Brady yeah. had one of his worst career years last year, and they were a wild card team. Yeah. His passer rating was like 50 or, or something like that. But it's also like all year. It's some better, but not that much better. Yeah, but okay, I understand that. But it's also like teams are just gonna be less. It with Jared Stidham, teams would just be less scared. It's also like just the thought of playing the Patriots. I'm not gonna lie. Like for some of these NFL teams that go home, go to the go to Gillette Stadium, and they're like, God, we have to play Brady in New England, e- even though he's not who he who he was before. Like that's still like that's a factor. But then with Jared Stidham, with Jared Stidham starting, I feel like teams would feel like all that pressure come off their shoulders. Well, I I think Stidham's the uh, the Patriots are the perfect team for Stidham as a rookie because look at their division. They got yeah the Bills are good, but then they got the Dolphins and the Jets, like yeah. two like lower tier semi pro teams. Like yeah, take advantage of those two yeah. teams, and you'll be fine. And Stidham's a you know, he's not a college quarterback like he was at Auburn. He's an yeah. NFL-ready quarterback. He makes – he's a very accurate quarterback that's a winner. And that's, like, the biggest thing you need. Yeah. That's what Tom Brady was. Shai, what, did, you have, did you have something you wanted to – Yeah, so I had, a, I had a question. Okay. My NFL knowledge is not up to par here. Cam Newton played for the Panthers before this, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So how do you think – Also Auburn alum. Auburn alum. <laughs> How do you think um, going from Carolina – are they in North Carolina or South Carolina? I think it's North Carolina, right? Uh, yeah. It's I don't Carolina. know. It's like Charlotte. Okay. How yeah. do you think it's going to be like going from North Carolina to one of the most um, uh, demanding uh, fan bases in New England? I, th- I think they – because I – from like baseball knowledge – Boston, yeah. New York, they, they treat their teams very seriously. And if their teams aren't uh, playing well, then they're going to, you know, smoke them for it. You know, yeah. I think my, my initial reaction is, you know, Tom Brady obviously left a legacy. And I think – I don't think anyone expects Cam Newton to be the next Tom Brady, but they do expect, you know, good things from him. But I, I if there's one quarterback that I think could handle the pressure, I would put on Cam Newton. So I, I – in my opinion, I'm not concerned about. I think he'll, as long as he plays his game, you know, trusting Belichick. I, I think he'll do fine. You know, he's not throwing also to like top tier receivers in New England. I mean, he had Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Funches at in North Carolina. So like, Greg Olson. Yeah, that might be a, a big a big difference for him. But you know, the Patriots just find ways to win. That's why we all hate them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's not going to be pressure because I feel like he's been playing under pressure his whole time in in Carolina. Always, always questions of his health. Questions of it. Like he's he's probably one of the most like like targeted quarterbacks in the NFL like by the media they 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 put pressure on him so ever since 2015 when he had that MVP season so I feel like this is nothing new to him he's just gonna he's just gonna play like he has nothing to lose like he lost he lost his job with Carolina he's probably pissed he's just he's out there to prove himself and I feel like play I know playing in in the Boston area can be tough you got the Celtics the Red Sox he's just success stories after success stories but i feel like cam newton's gonna ball out in new england and he's just gonna it's just it's his time to shine 
And like I said earlier, you know, the Patriots are giving him a chance. Like there's, they're basically saying, come take it. So, yeah. you know, any athlete who has that opportunity is going to want to take advantage of it. Like they're, you know, they're going to give a hundred percent. And, you know, I, as I said earlier, I, and Jesus said, I don't think the pressure is going to get to Cam Newton at all. You know, I, I'm honestly excited to see how the Patriots will play differently this year. It'll yeah. be really interesting for sure. You know, speaking about changes though, switching gears to the NBA, you know, uh, a report came out this week that J.R. Smith is joining the Lakers. Why do you guys feel about that move? Dude, I am excited. I mean, yeah, I'm going to miss Avery. I, like, I take defense with Avery Bradley any day, but J.R.'s played played with LeBron before. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be that hard for chemistry because, I mean, J.R.'s played alongside LeBron, but I, I think it's going to be very – it's going to be – he's going to bring, like, energy and spark off the bench or even if he starts. I don't know. The last time LeBron and J.R. Smith played together, LeBron got pretty mad at him, you know, uh, yeah, not yeah. knowing the score or anything. But for me, I don't think it's a huge deal. You know, it's not – he's only getting, like, 300000 or something. <laughs> yeah. Dollars. Like, I think it's just another player that they needed. Yeah. I mean, Jared I, think, I think the NBA community is just hyping it up so much just because it's a veteran player yeah. and because nothing's happening – like with tra- tra- transaction wise in the NBA, so. yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I I think in my opinion, it's the same thing as Joakim Noah signing with the Clippers. Like, like I, I in my mind, those moves are exactly the same. But to Stephen's point, um, JR, the JR move got more, more hype. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not doubting that JR Smith's going to um, make a, a positive impact on the Lakers. As much as it hurts to say that, uh, I, I do think you know he'll do he'll do his job, but. You know, just because it's Jr. Smith, you know, I mean, yeah. easily Joakim Noah could have got the same same hype if Joakim Noah was a hype player. So yeah, might, what was it? I was gonna point out, like, yeah, Jr. Smith, but another player I'm excited about who still hasn't played alongside LeBron this year with the Lakers is Dion Waiters. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do next to Le- LeBron and AD because he's a he's a really good creator. He can create a shot. That's why they got him, and he can he can actually like kind. of run an offense so i'm excited to see dion alongside lebron and ad he was literally gonna play like so soon and then coronavirus came in all along but yeah that's the player i'm excited for if i'm a laker fan i i like jr smith is just another guy you know with with the talks of obviously you know the sports leagues are coming back soon um do you think what which team do you think is going to be the most changed or i guess most affected by the break that's yeah, the Nets. Oh, yeah, obviously the Nets, yeah. I mean, they're a young team, so they could bounce back, but, like, they got screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're they really suffering. DeAndre Jordan has tested positive. Like, yeah, no, they're, they're really going to it, – it's going to – it sucks for them. Like, they were hit pretty hard, and they're going to – like, they're, they have to, like, reinvent their team almost because – that that's why that's also why Giannis keeps saying that the NBA season is gonna this title is gonna mean so much more in my opinion. But yeah, going back to the Nets, they have to like kind of restructure their team because so much from the starting core has either gotten tested positive or just like just unfortunate events. I also think the Jazz. I mean, everyone was hyping them up that they're like such a good team. I don't know that they seem like pretty boring to me, but I just think the relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy. Bo- Gobert is going to be I, like I think I said in an earlier episode, but I just still think that 
you know, between the two of them, there's there's still something like lurking in the shadows that I think they're just trying to put on a smile and say that, you know, hey, we're cool. But I, I, mean, I don't think that's true. I, I guess the, the other question I was trying to get is like, do you think this break is going to change the, the power dynamic in the NBA in terms of like uh, just, you know, how the Lakers and Clippers were dominating the Western Conference or were the top of the Western Conference? Do you think that might change because of the break? Like you, could we see a team like, I think the Thunder, are the Thunder in the pool. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so like like a team like the Thunder, you know, because it's a ten, it's a ten game shootout. Like anything, yeah. anything can and happen, it, right? So what yeah. the Thunder just go eight and two and you know shoot to the top? Because you know, like as they say in every every playoff, the, it's the hottest team at the end of the year, right? And this yeah. is essentially a playoff. So yeah, you know, I, I oh yeah, hey, hey, hey. um, uh, I feel like the I feel like the top teams in the West are settled. It's the Lakers. The Clippers, possibly the Nuggets with Yo- Skinny Jokic. Who knows? Who knows? But I was, I was gonna say, like the middle of that pack, like that's where you can see change. Like the Rockets, I'm excited to see the Rockets. I want to see James Harden, like how he's gonna play now that he lost like 20 pounds. Westbrook, you know, Westbrook's gonna come back like pissed off. Like I'm excited to see the out of all. Of, I'm excited to see the Rockets play and the Nuggets because of Skinny Jokic. But yeah, the middle of the pack, it can change. It can change. It could fluctuate very quickly. Like you, you, you don't know. Like it, it's kind of like because you have to restart the season almost. Like you took three months off. Like anyone can be hot in these ten games. That's what makes it so excited. Yeah, I, I was gonna talk about Jokic too. He's like one of my favorite players, and you know he was triple double. Yeah, yeah. You know he almost averaged a triple double as one of the least athletic guys in the NBA, and apparently he's skinning now. Skinny now, so you never know. He could actually be running up and down the court more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah. I'm excited too. I what do you guys are you guys I I mean everyone's excited for the Western Conference. No one really cares about the East because it's pretty much settled. You really got one team fighting like as the ninth seed which are the Wizards. But yeah, I'm also excited to see the I mean the Pelicans got the lightest schedule, but who knows? Like what if they fall to that pressure? Like I'm excited to watch the Pelicans, the Grizzlies too. I think yeah. the whole world is just itching for sports at this point. Yep. I know, yeah. I, I know, this is slightly off topic, but I found myself watching uh, when we were brainstorming this episode for golf on here. But the only reason why I put golf was like I was itching for sports, and golf was the only thing on. Like that was live, so like that's the only reason why I was watching it. But you know, talks about the MLB and NBA coming back. I know Jesus, you wrote something here about um, MLB, the return of MLB, but also the. You know the unfortunate COVID ramifications surrounding that. You want to go into detail about that? Um, basically, so for the MLB, it's just well, like the season is going to be sixty games, and like COVID's going to be. T- I feel like like it's going to eventually happen where players are going to have COVID during the season, and they're just going to be put on like this emergency injured list. Like five Philly players have it, two Angel players have tested positive for COVID. Like it's good, and then with the baseball moving around so much. I mean, actually, not exactly. Like baseballs get get tossed in and out quicker, but yeah, it's just a bunch of player. These players touch those baseballs, and it's eventually gonna spread. But yeah, so basically, three players have already opted out: Mike Leak and Ryan Zimmerman. That's for their wives because their wives are pregnant. They were getting and the Joe Ross. I don't know if Joe Ross is because of like yeah, family yeah. or whatever, but. Yeah. Joe Ross opted out too. And then Ian Desmond opted out. He mourned perspective of Black Lives Matter. 
he opt that was his reason and he, like every player has their own reason they can still opt out and take their money which i believe is the right thing to do especially because it's going to be such a short season and yeah i'm just like mlb it, it's going to be a quirky season but i'm i'm also excited to watch the mlb like all these teams are going to be healthy there's going to be no excuses anymore otani's going to be healthy he's fully healthy we, i got that notification today he's ready to go uh the yankees should be close to being healthy it's july now so yeah i'm excited how about you guys uh, yeah i mean today today's an exciting day too uh, like today's the first day that their baseball players are reporting to their camps mm. you know that's super exciting you know the the opening days in a couple is like three weeks or something but we're gonna have baseball back. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jesus back. Yeah, I know. Jesus talking about Otani brought brought or came something popped in my mind. You know, and as all of us are Angels fans, I feel like we see this every year. But you know, if our our players play to our potential, we have a playoff chance. But I feel yeah. like I have been saying that the past six or seven years now. Yeah. Is this our year? Considering that this is a shortened season and anything yeah. can happen, do you think okay. we have a better chance this year? I, I say yes, we do have a better chance. And matter the fact being, because pitchers are going to be like not in, in season. They're not going to be seasoned. They're not going to be able to like, yes, they're going to be able to like have enough time to get to get MLB ready, but it's, it's still awkward for them. Like they have this routine that they start since like January, February, they start playing catch. It's going to be different for them. And us, given we are, we always have the worst pitching in the league. This doesn't really affect us. Like, Hey, hopefully like we, we just got to out hit every other team and out like our season is depending on like Rendon, Trout, Upton, Upton needs to have a bounce back year. Maybe Joe Adele gets called up, but who knows? But Otani hitting too. Like I feel like this is our best chance because um, our arms are going to be fresh, etc. And it's a shortened season. I I honestly don't think the Angels make the playoffs, and simply because for like a couple of reasons. One, Angels aren't known for being teams a uh, team that. You know, since this is only 60 games, we're not known for starting out hot. Our yeah. World Series season, we started like 17 and 30, and yeah. we really didn't get hot until the A's won 20 straight games. We only lost like three games in that span or something like that. Mm -hmm. But and and then the other reason is just, you know, you uh 40 of your 60 games are like division opponents so mm -hmm. 30 of our 60 games are against the astros the athletics the rangers i mean the rangers might not be a playoff team but the mm -hmm. a's and astros like are top tier top 10 teams in the league yeah you know? they, i feel we we play the a's well we don't play the astros well at all we don't play the rangers well definitely yeah, I like I the, Rangers miss with the rangers but i mean mike Trout just owns the mariners so he basically I'm not exactly sure. I, I'm gonna have to fact check this later, but I think the Angels play way better against teams that are above 500 than teams that are below 500. Yeah, but not the Astros. The Astros are the Astros the best team in the league or something like dominate that. Dominate the Angels. And I don't know how the um uh like because I know there's like 20 interleague games or something like yeah. that. So, so like, would we play like the Padres it, and Dodgers? It, it, yeah, it's yeah. every team in the NL West four times. Five times four equals 20. Yeah, and, like, the NL West isn't that strong, but they have the Dodgers, who are, like, yeah. another top two team. So, like, 
yes, we're getting the best of the best. So like we'll be like ready if we make the playoffs, but I don't know. I think our schedule's too hard. Unlike the Yankees who like a third of their games are against, you know, like the Marlins and. Yeah. What was I going to say? Something that like teams that I think are going to like benefit hugely off this are the Brewers and the Rays because they're, their starting rotations are like kind of quirky and everyone just is just used to like, Oh, you can like Craig cancel Craig council can tell his pitchers. Oh, I can, I'm going to throw you today. Like four innings. Like that really helps them in a shortened season because you, you know how you, they played in the NLCS like super matchup. Like that's, that's perfect for a shortened season. That's and true. like, I, I have the brewers like in the playoffs. Like I think easily think that that's such a good, like, for Vegas odds out there, like the Brewers are a really, really good value pick for making the playoffs. I think one team that won't make the playoffs, I don't care how much hype they get, are the Mets. Because like I'm looking at their offseason moves, and we all know their offense sucks. But yeah, listen to the listen to these signings they had. They had Dylan Potances, a pitcher, Rick Porcello, a pitcher, Michael Walker, a pitcher, Brad Bach, a pitcher. Like those are their four like major league signings. They they got Jake Marisnik, but like you know you could have you know Jacob Degrom, one of the best pitchers in the league. Noah Syndergaard, one of the best pitchers in the league. Then Seth Lugo had an amazing year. Now they're getting Del Patances. I don't care how good your pitching is. If you don't score a run in a game, it's impossible to win. And you're not getting <laughs> Jacob yeah. Degrom can't throw zeros every outing like Garrett Cole did last year. Like yeah. you just can't do that. And they're putting so much pressure on their team. Yeah, they have studs on their roster. Yeah, they can't. And score. I'm not saying Pete. I mean, I'm not saying Pete Alonso isn't that good because yeah, he hit 53 home runs and. It's very hard for anyone to do that. But it, he had like a 250, 260 average. Like you yeah. need hits to get runners on to score more runs. And I don't know. The Mets, especially in that East division, which is completely stacked with the exception of the, the Marlins, you know, <laughs> that team is just – that division is scary and it's going to eat the Mets up. Hey. Uh, well, at least, well, at least the NL. Like, all right, I want to get everyone in on this. Um, NL has universal DH. There, I was, I watched Draft McMark. He was saying that that Cespedes could be used as a DH, which is something huge because he's coming off injury and he could be just DH, just worry about hitting. Like, that's huge for teams like the Mets and well, any NL team like the Dodgers. Like, I, used I think to, I used to be scared of that lineup with a pitcher, like. Now, like, adding a DH is a whole other thing. Like, Yeah, I think the Dodgers benefit most from that. They have so many bats on their team. Like, But even their, even their best bats are amazing def- defenders. Like, look at Mookie Betts, absolute stud and right. And then Cody Bellinger, no matter where you put him, he's going to yeah. have a cannon and a great glove. <laughs> also, the Cardinals. I think that's another team that benefits. Yes. They have a lot of, yes. uh, you know, Marcelo Zuna. He's a horrible outfield. He's, he's on the Braves now. Marcelo is on the Braves. Now. Dang, I missed that. Okay. <laughs> well, but still, you know, the Cardinals still have a lot of bats on their team. Yeah. That, I, I know what you're saying. But yeah, I don't no, think it'll make a huge difference, though. Oh, I would want to kind of answer my question. I was going to say, do you think the DH. The universal DH is going to give the NL a humongous advantage. I think the obvious answer is probably yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. I and, don't think because NL. 
but pitchers get to stay in the game longer now. That's what you guys like. Yeah, but, huge. Like, well, the, I I hated watching pitchers get taken out early. Well, the NL is known for having better pitchers than the AL, but also yeah. NL teams. I would think if I was a GM manager, I would stack my team in a way as if you don't have a DH. So they're going to have more pitchers or more like guys on the bench who have like speed or better defense, not like a bat you could put in for the pitcher. So I don't think that it will make a huge difference in the NL. Something huge to think about though, is that like the Cincinnati Reds, they got a, they signed Nick Castellanos and Nick Castellanos yep. has majority been a DH. Like he's yeah. a horrible outfielder. Like that's huge. And them not even knowing like, uh, it, this also been like now more more teams might want to buy a DH in the free agent market. Yep. Like trade it, deadline. Yeah, he, I, I don't like Nick Castellanos just because of his attitude. Because he was he was super salty when he was on the Braves because I'm not Braves the Tigers because he couldn't hit home runs because it was 420 feet out in center and I don't know why he was complaining. He like led the league in doubles or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay, Steve. Is it the oh. is it the trade deadline pushed up to August August thirty first? And yeah. I yeah. I thought I spread somewhere like people were I, mean, I don't I wouldn't necessarily complaining but like it threw like a I guess a slight curveball because you have less time to make a move because what the season starts July twenty third right so you only get like a month and a week to make moves before you have to set your lineup right. Well, I. I would think that MLB teams already yeah. have in mind who they want at the oh, deadline. It's just a matter if they're a buying team or a selling team. Uh, that's what I would think. Selling team, which is going to be hard. To Angels are going to get Marcus gonna... Stroman and Trevor Bauer. I uh, okay. heard it here first. Okay. I, I, I don't know if Bauer's on his last year of contract. That, I know Stroman that is. The hot takes at the end, dude. <laughs> uh, if, if the Mets are, if those teams are sellers, who knows? But. I wouldn't want to give up. Mets don't prospect. need Marcus Stroman on their team. Yeah, they, they need they, batters. Yeah. I have they, a question for y'all. What rookie uh, is the most intriguing to you out of like uh, a lot of the rosters that have been put out? A lot of the teams have been releasing their sixty-man rosters. I know one that is obviously all in our minds is that Joe Adele is on the roster. Jordan Adams is also on the roster. Are you talking about for the Angels or in in the entire league? I'm talking about the entire league. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure. Was my handy boy J.J. Bladé called up? I don't know. I know that the Marlins are probably – I don't know if they did, but I heard that their signing uh, Max Myers was probably going to be on the 60-day. That guy's a stud. Yeah. My – my favorite rookie besides Joe Dell probably is Mackenzie Gore because that guy is so oh, deceptive. Yeah. yeah, that guy is the weirdest windup delivery ever, and he is super effective. I don't know how. Yeah, he still throws pretty hard too, but he's um, gonna be a stud on the Padres. Another player, he's not gonna be. Well, he technically counts as a rookie, but he saw some MLB time last year. It's Jesus Lusardo from the A's. He's disgusting too. Like. Literally, Dude, like yeah. his lighter is filthy. Like I, I'm pissed. He's in our division. Like yeah, he's he's good. Shelly, who's your who's your favorite? I'm sorry. I'm I'm biased. I'm biased. JJ Blade. <laughs> like, like, okay, it's in his first year in the minors, and you know, coming from going from college to the to the majors or from college to the minors, very big leap. 
And he actually performed pretty well. He batted like like 257 or something like that, which I that which is respectable considering it's his first year and stuff. But I would be I I think he might be major league ready. I think he might be. Nah. If if the if the Marlins are in a tough spot, which they most likely will be, uh, going into like September, I think he could get the call up, and that would be pretty nice to see. I would love to see that. Still pissed that they didn't draft um, what's his face, the shortstop. Oh, that the Blue Jays got. Oh, the name? other Vandy guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a third baseman. Nah, he Spencer, could, Spencer Martin outfield in in Spencer Torkelson's a monster. Yeah, so. he got he got an eight point nine million dollar deal. So <laughs> I saw Martin. that somewhere oh, like that Martin. the 60th pick got like three million dollars. Oh, like that, Blaze Jordan. He got like dude, oh, he's dying. Okay, hot take early. I'm this is my early hot take. Blaze Jordan is a bust. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Everyone's hyped he's up that saying he's the next. Everyone, yeah, he. I'm older than him. He's the MJ of baseball. Everyone's hyping him up saying that he's like the next um, Bryce Harper or whatever because of, you know, his power. I don't care. Like, dude, you got to hit. You got to get hits. Bryce Harper's MVP year. Yeah, he hit 40 home runs. He also hit 330. Blaze will never hit above 250 in his entire career. Okay, but something that does help him out, though, is he plays in Boston now. Like, he, yeah, all he has to yeah, do is – that's, that's a good part. <laughs> Pull it. He could even go oppo. It's like just, – just, just be a doubles monster. 309 okay. spot. Let's be real. The only reason why anyone cares about this kid is because he got a freaking whistle documentary about him. Oh, he's a good kid. He's going to play for Mississippi State. <laughs> if, if I were him, I would totally not – I would totally not take that deal. I'd go to college, yeah. Well, no, okay. All there, and then go to. Here's the, the thing: Why would he reclassify if he wasn't thinking about going to the majors? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, but I don't know. The high school player I like. His name's Cole Wagner. He was in the Little League World Series. He was that really <laughs> tall kid from Pennsylvania who hit like the grand slam, and the oh pitcher was like, <laughs> "Wow, yeah." That guy, that guy, I think he's going to Georgia. I think he's in our grade, but like. I don't know. That's the high school player who, I follow. Who was the kid? I think it was last year. Who went like he batted like six hundred something. I don't know. It was insane. Let's get back I'm gonna, on topic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find this kid. Okay, okay. I Let's get back I have, on topic. I have something I want to talk about. So it's um, okay. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have gone on Baseball Reference right now. They have this is gonna be hilarious. They have this uh this 2020 simulated season daily mm-hmm. digest. Um, I, I hadn't checked up on this in a while, but I just think it's hilarious. Um, you guys want to hear their records? Dude, the angels have the second wild card right now. They're, they're 49 and 37 simulated. Ooh. Like there's no way. That's, that's not good. a 60. 49. No, it, and th- it, it's like, if it was a 162 game season, like if nothing happened, they simulated. I just typed in baseball reference okay. and it automatically took me to Cap Anson's page. They have the Mariners above the Angels and they have the yeah. Astros in fourth. The but Mariners but the are half a game back. The Mariners are half a game back in the AL West. What? Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> This is crazy. The Rangers have the worst record in the MLB. Hey, we're the closest division, the AL. Yeah, the AL West has the two wildcard teams in the well, AL. No, the AL is the closest. AL West is the closest. I don't know. The AL West. That you 
I wouldn't be surprised if the AL West had that. You know, the Astros are forty-five and forty. <laughs> God, they this must just be, shows. They this must be getting that, tackled so badly. This just shows that AI is not a threat to our society. Look at this. <laughs> this is so stupid. Who the heck would think that the Cleveland Indians are better than the Twins? Dude, the, uh, it game. was pretty close last year. The Cleveland Indians have the best record in the AL. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> And you know, well, the you guys have- all love Francisco Lindor so much. Also, uh, the Marlins are performing better than the Cubs. Yeah, Shout day. <laughs> they have Tampa going five hundred. Okay, exactly. guys, let's just get back on topic. Wait, no, <laughs> this is interesting. Topic. Hold on. Yeah, who, who's where are the Dodgers? Oh my God! Steven, you're right about the Mets. The Mets are thirty-nine and forty-seven. Thank you. They suck. The Dodgers. <laughs> On this simulated thing, yeah, is 747 winning percentage. Yeah, they're 65 and 22. That's why that's all the Dodgers worry about, though. That that's how their team is built around like sabermetrics statistics. That's why that's why they're the best team right now. Yeah, but they're gonna go 747. Dude, imagine the AL West was a projected. Season. Holy cow, that would Dude, be such a yeah, I, I, like. I if someone told me like in the beginning of the like, no way in. There's no way the Astros would be in fourth place. Like I wouldn't believe them. In first place, they're oh, gonna I, win the I, division. I found yeah. the little. I found the little league kid. Huh. Reese Reese Roussel. He oh, that's the kid that hit like got like 15 hits or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? 17, 17 for 23, 739 average. Yeah, I just was a monster. Louisiana won it, right? Yeah, Louisiana, Louisiana won it all. Yeah, I remember that hearing kid, about that. That kid's good. He's going places. That's my second hot take. He's going places. That's okay. <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, with, uh, unfortunately, the concern, and I saw this on the ESPN report the other day, but with the sports coming back and, and the state of our world, um, COVID is still a concern. I know I read somewhere that Adam Silver said that um, he doesn't expect to shut down the season again, but it is a possibility. And, you know, yeah. I think that's just a reminder, a funny reminder to, to well, please do your part and wear a mask. And yeah. I mean, I was also hearing how, like, for for MLB, if their state or, like, their their city becomes, like, a huge hotspot, that they can relive. I was thinking, what about, like, all the teams, so any sports teams in California? Because, you know, we're becoming, like, we're getting more and more cases. Like, we're, you know... Less and less people are wearing masks outside. Like, hey, for MLB, for MLB, it's not a problem. We got five teams. Just make a five-team division. (laughs) That sucks, though. We got to play the Dodgers and. Okay, but like another huge thing, because you know you're playing a ton of division games for MLB. Think of the Astros and Rangers. They have to travel far. I mean, they do that regularly in a season. But like now with like you know health concerns, like that's gonna be hard for that team, those teams. Yeah, that does suck. I didn't. I, I, never, I never thought about that. All the teams in the AL West are either from California or, or, or the Texas. Seahawks in the NFL, like Seattle, even Washington, you know, right? What? Yeah, Seattle, oh, Washington. Yeah, for the Mariners. Like, too. That's a far travel. Yeah, it's, going yeah. from Texas to to Washington, like Texas is huge. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I know this is off topic, but, you know, today our governor said that 
he they're shutting down bars and movie theaters again. So if that's any indication that and you know, beaches, bar, beaches yeah. were all those were Monday or something. Oh, I know, but what? I'm saying, but I'm saying that if there's any indication that you know California is is becoming a hotspot, I think that's that's it that's is yeah. further evidence towards that case. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, we all want we all want to see sports, but at the same time, it, I, I and I think you guys agree with me on this. Health uh, prioritizes baseball oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah it, I mean. That's the that's the thing with baseball. Like our our season never like technically started. So like I mean with that's why I feel bad for like the NBA. Like their their season was just about to end and it got like cut. And yeah. like for us, like ours never like started to begin with. So it's not as bad, I guess. So, like we, I, I'm okay with waiting till 2021. The only problem is this was Mike Trout's age 28 season, which yeah, this is like a it's supposed to be your prime season, your best season. I don't know how Trout can do better, but that'd be fun to watch. He's Trout. He'll find a way. Uh, some closing thoughts, I think. Uh, in terms of live sports, we got Formula One. The Austrian Grand Prix is this weekend. Yes. I know I know. Steve and Jesus are going to laugh at me for this, but uh, I'm super excited. You know, <laughs> we finally, I finally get to see my racing. I know I was watching NASCAR, but I, I'm not a huge fan of NASCAR because they have going circles. But uh, <laughs> Formula One, oh boy. July. I remember to the 5th and 6 10 a.m on july 5th if you want to watch on the ESPN. I, I don't know if i've talked about this before but when they re- announced that nascar was coming out the first person i texted was my grandpa my grandpa texted me and was like oh my gosh they're they're having nascar on tv now it's no more of like the the e-racing stuff that they have oh before. my god that's so annoying to watch oh i my know god. i've seen it a couple times and at first when I saw it, it looked pretty realistic. I was like, wait, that's that that looks real. Then I see like off to the side a kid holding like a little wheel at like Mario yeah. Kart or something. Oh my god. That but yeah, cool. I watched the first race and that was pretty cool. And then after that, I NASCAR's not fun to me like it is to him. But like esports, uh it Well, like, what's going on in the esports world, I, Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> The, now, now that Valorant came out, a bunch of uh, organizations are now signing teams. Even though there isn't an esports scene at all, they're probably going to make one around it, though. So, if there is, if there is a new game coming to the esports scene, probably is that. Well, uh, if, if that becomes something, I think I'll start watching esports because that's the only like esport worthy game if I, I I actually play and understand. So, well, yeah. I know that like I've seen on ESPN a lot that. For- I guess for like eight weeks now they've been doing it is like a 2k league with like the best 2k yeah. basketball oh, yeah. players. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I watched know. a couple. I don't know. It wasn't very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's hard to do 2k. Well, speaking of 2k, have you seen that report? Well, I don't know how, how true the report is, but you know, the, the NBA is thinking about, uh, pumping oh, in 2K pounds during, the, during the crowds. Oh well, I it's think- like what we were talking about with the KBO. You right, know, they have fake yeah. game sounds. Yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, I just, I just think the Aldridge meme is very funny. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I I don't think much of it. I don't think it really makes a difference. But I know from coming from us, you know, when we played high school baseball, no one came to our games, so we were used to peace and quiet. But like, <laughs> is it different Bro, for, for school, man? Is it different for like, um? teams like the Yankees, the Dodgers who and the Cubs like teams that sell out games every 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 game of the season yeah. like I don't know. I've never been to a Yankee game. I've been to a at Wrigley before and it was loud especially cuz they were playing the uh 
the uh, the Cardinals, so it was like a rivalry game. But I don't know. Is it will it really affect players that much? And how is it going to affect teams like the Marlins, <laughs> the Rays? They get <laughs> used to that no stuff, bro. Fans. They dude. get no fans, dude. Dude, they're at an advantage. They're used to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Even even that Rays stadium filled at capacity. Angels get more player people than that because the Rays stadium can get like thirty five thousand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like and it's the small. Stadium's terrible condition. The chop sucks. Did you see Whoa. the new? Uh, let's talk about the Angel Stadium. Did you see the new uh, construction? The yeah. new thing. And That's then the, interesting. The Honda Center also is doing one, dude. Imagine, I, I'm so. That, excited. It looks cool. Like I like the idea of going. From the Honda Center to the to Angel Stadium, I think that's very useful. Well, they, they, when, they, they renovate that whole area, dude. It, it, it's like, uh, and then they're saying like it's the first major renovation since Disneyland did theirs over yeah. in their area. I think Anaheim will look a lot. When uh, I, I never mind, I'm not gonna bring that point up. But when <laughs> I went, when I went to Pittsburgh, um, well, I went to the East oh, Coast and went to all those stadiums. PNC, that yeah. whole area is a whole like community. There's restaurants. There's like a theater or something. And so before the game, we all wa- we we walked over from our hotel room. We got a we went to this burger spot. And then we just walked into the stadium. Like it was, it felt like it, there was like it was a center. Yeah. Like know? well, okay. The, the stadium league. doesn't have that. We have okay. Well, it's like the third oldest stadium in the leagues right okay, now. Okay. Another oh, yeah, difference but, is I don't know, like the location in Pennsylvania. Uh, in Pittsburgh, where PNC is located, but I've been to Target, uh, Target Field, and you know Target Field, Target Center, they're right next to each other. You could also go through this like a uh, trail or whatever to get to both. But those two stadiums are like right in the middle of the city, so you already have those restaurants around. Angel Stadium's not like in the city; it's off a freeway. Yeah, like, you can't. I mean, the Honda Center has like places. I know there's this local place called like JT Schmidt's. Like that's it's, yeah. Golden Road but, is like yeah, Golden OG's, Road, but like pizza too. shout out Golden mm-hmm. Road. That's food. Uh, but like it's not like right in the middle of a city. Like yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So like, I, I like the Angel Stadium tailgating and stuff like that because you know they have a humongous parking, parking lot. lot. Like Wrigley Field, they sell out every game. There's not a parking lot in the stadium because it's yeah. right in the city. That's yeah. what. So I mean, like, cause we've all done. I don't know about Brandon, but like the the Angel Day, you know, when teams, yeah. little league teams, would go there and hang out before a game. Like, oh, I did that a long time ago. I do remember. Yeah. That. But like, um, oh, what was I gonna say? I just forgot everything I was gonna it's, say. It's also kind of like, I mean, it's also a situation like Dodger Stadium too. It's off a freeway. Like oh, a but Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness! Like I like their construction ideas, though entering from center field, that looks cool. Yeah, Angel Stadium was not made very well. Okay, here's my point. It was made in the '60s. I know, but still, like, look, look at PNC. When you look out, there's the beautiful bridge, the river, the Pittsburgh skyline. When I'm sitting, we're not gonna put fake buildings in there just for aesthetics. When I'm sitting at Angel Stadium, I'm looking at the 57 freeway and the eyesore that is the Arctic thing that they have. PNC Park was made in 2001. Okay, 1968, something like that, right? Something like that. Oh, speaking of construction, what do you guys think about uh, the new Rangers stadium? I've seen like the memes that it looks like like a a grill. It looks like a barn, dude. 
No, they I heard it, painted it red. The I inside it, of it looks weird. Yeah. Like there's so much um railing on the top. I heard the inside of it looks really nice though. Have you guys it seen it? I've seen I've seen a couple videos. TikTok videos of, of the Raiders new stadium. That stadium looks nice. Oh, that looks that cool. Looks nice. And and SoFi Stadium, because the Rams and Chargers are supposed to <laughs> move in, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's cool. Because that stadium, I've I haven't seen the actual stadium because I didn't heard much about it. I, I drove by it. I've but, seen like the the like what what they wanted it to look like, you know, when they like the artificial. No, yeah. but it the looks Vegas, cool. The biggest one. There's already like leaked leaked videos. Oh, their yeah. their Megatron is huge. Well, like, the the stadium, the is hockey arena. Yeah, in Vegas, Vegas you know, cool. I've always wanted to go to T-Mobile yeah. Arena. T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it's so cool because um. There, I went to this uh, on the strip. We went to our family. We went to um, this little like sports bar or whatever. And the and oh, the the stadium's like right there. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like it's right by, on the street by where the yeah. bridges are. You know where the bridge is by New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, like yeah. It, I, I drove by it so many times. Strip. Yeah, because it's not just for hockey. I mean, they have like concerts there. Concerts. So yeah. like yeah. you want to have. People staying in those hotels like an easy transportation, but I think it's cool. You know, the only bad thing about the Angels Stadium, I know construction takes long, but 2050, like I can't get excited for something that's gonna happen in 30 years. You know? <laughs> Wait, the new the new renovation is gonna take till 2050. It's a, it's that's a, when they said it end. Oh uh, my god! It's, it's 30, only a proposal right now. I don't think it's gonna pass. First, they should worry about fixing whatever. They need to fix pitching before they fix. They need, they need a, a good hockey team and good pitching before we hey. make it. Okay, oh, oh, no. stop. stop! It was management's fault. The players <laughs> were fine. The players were fine. I think it was just unlucky this year. We made some horrible moves. This I think year. we need to genetically modify some like random people and make them like stud hockey players. Like, yeah, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Bring him back. Oh, oh my God. Did you guys see him. what I – Okay, it's so like that stat I sent to our, our group chat. I don't think Jesus saw it. If Wayne Gretzky never scored a goal in his career, the amount of points he has from assists would be more than any other hockey player in history. That's, that's, that's insane. <laughs> like, oh, my – I mean, I told my mom, she's like, yeah, but aren't assists, like, easier to get than goals? No. And I was like – I put it in perspective. I was like, think in hockey, you score like three goals or something like that, max yeah. maybe, or something like that. And there's uh, two people that get assists. Yeah, primary assist and secondary assists. Yeah. So, like, the odds of you getting that one assist is Are like pretty cool. unlikely. But then like, you have goals too that you score an entire career. Like, yeah, I thought that, like, was, that just shows how good he was. You think about hockey players run like a max of minute shifts too. So, like, oh. and then you, there's four lines. So, you have to rotate through your. You're so you only you only get like one minute of action. You sit for three minutes, and so you go that, back on. So that's what I liked about hockey. You know, like you think of the best players of our time, or something on the Ducks, people I can remember. You know, Getzloff, Corey Perry, or whatever. Um, and they All get Korea. out of out of the Korea. sixty out, out of the sixty minutes, yeah. they play like twenty or something. Yeah, like the, the defensemen play like 26, 28 yeah. minutes. Like that's the best people play. So I think it's cool. Hockey's hard. You guys think that Wayne Gretzky is the best hockey player of all time? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, no that, that's that's no discussion. <laughs> oh. I don't follow hockey. I just know who he is. 
Oh, should we wrap it up with some hot takes? Wait, I want I want to talk about one more thing. I want to talk about one more thing. Because it's been a pretty short episode, I think, right now. So, like, one thing that we didn't talk about, and uh, me and Steven are repping the the minor league baseball caps. Oh, the minor league season was canceled. And that's not even what I was originally going to talk about. (laughs) But there is a minor league (laughs) team called the Trenton Thunder, and they have a bat dog. So when Aww. the player drops their bat, the yeah. the the dog goes out and gets the bat and brings it back to the dugout. It's the cutest thing ever. Okay, so now that uh, minor league baseball they cut has canceled this, their season, uh, the the dog posted on like Twitter or, <laughs> or, or on Instagram saying, "I'm very sad, but I won't be um, doing anything this year." And Barstool retweeted it and said, "Someone please sign this guy." Do you guys think? <laughs> That a major league team should adopt a no. bat dog. No. no, that's the cool yes. thing about minor league. No, minor league people like teams are weird and do quirky things, but yeah. that's what's so cool about them. But also with the minor league season like done, like you think of top prospects, like Wander Franco, he's like the number one prospect or something like that, but yeah. he's super young. He's like 18 or something. He needs, he needs minor league reps. Yeah, like he That's probably tough. won't get called up by the Rays. Like he won't, he'll miss an entire year of baseball. And Joe yeah. Adele too, for that reason. Yeah. They, the Angels definitely won't call him up at the beginning of the year. Yeah. No way. But like, no how way. are the, That's bad. But I mean, it's it's a needed thing too, to save money. Definitely, yeah. It, yeah. it's really tough because it's gonna hurt players de- like developing. Like yeah, everyone. You think of the board. players that just got signed. You know the the MLB draft. Those, those players aren't gonna have a season. Like they're not. Like normally, after you get drafted, like you go straight to single A ball, like in a week or two. Yeah, or rookie ball, depending. Yeah, on that's that's why I meant. <laughs> But yeah, because yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't follow cause baseball that much, but I know the Angels pick Reed, Reed Detmers was supposed to be like, mm. oh, he, like in one or two years, be oh. MLB ready, but he loses a year, right? So he's so going to be a stud. He's so good. He's no, going to no. be. They like, think be um, I can't think of a pitcher right now. He's going to be like the next. Um, Thinking of a lefty, Shelly. I don't want to say it, man. Oh. Tyler Skaggs. Yeah, well, I was thinking the he's same. Skaggs. Okay, I, hope, yeah. I, hope I hope he's the next Patrick Corbinish. Yeah, oh, yes. that's a that's a good that's a really good because deadly slider, good cur- loopy curve, dude. Corbin can't even hit seventy ball? on his curve. Yeah, but cur- Reed Devers' curveball is nice, dude. Look, they they were talking after he got drafted, like they were all hyping him up. I I remember um, what's his name? outlier. He was a lefty pitcher, and he got super excited when he was drafted. But then they were saying, oh, will he compete if he only could touch 92 or something? And then I saw I – lo- I was looking up his stats. Last year in the ACC, you know, which is a super competitive college baseball conference, he was no- number two in all of Division One college baseball in strikeouts. He had like a 13 Ks per nine or something like that. And I know – College isn't the same thing as MLB, but if if you could get that many strikeouts, only throwing ninety two, like you're, you're gonna do well in the MLB, and he's gonna be Cy Young in twenty twenty five. All right, another <laughs> hot take. Should no, that was just a random year that now? came to my head. Does that segue nicely to hot take, Steven? Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't my hot take. I just randomly said that. You will All be right. a Cy Young though. All I want right, so to say, my, hot take, say mine first. No, I'm not going first. I don't. Oh. I, I need to think of one real quick. So. The next big 
pitching man. Next big pitcher, okay? Coming out of Vanderbilt. I'm very biased. Sorry. But it's going to be Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker is going to be the next superstar pitcher in the league. And the reason why I say this, uh, if you if you go back to it was last year's Fresh college man. college World Series last year. Against he, Kentucky. No, it wasn't against Kentucky. It was against I thought it was against Duke. Same, against Duke? same colors, okay. yeah. Same colors. Yeah. He no hit Duke. In I think it was an elimination game, right? Seventeen strikeouts. I saw firepower from him that I haven't seen in any other pitcher. That guy is a beast. Okay, and I and you know I looked over his stats beforehand. He's got some great stuff. He's got a big bulky build, so he obviously looks pretty scary on the mound. But yeah, I think, like Steven said, twenty twenty five Cy Young. This kid's twenty twenty six. Maybe twenty twenty young. I don't know. I, I think just he's feel like he's gonna. Sure. He's well. He'll get drafted, but he's gonna be like Hunter Green, huge, huge guy who could pump fire. But like Hunter Green hasn't done anything in the minors and won't get. Isn't gonna be called up anytime soon. But I think that he will get called up and he will be a, a superstar. On to you guys. What are you guys gonna say? I'll go next. Okay. Um, I think hot takes are. A combination of you know stats, but also your gut feeling. But today, I'm just gonna go with my gut feeling. And I know we discussed in the episode today, but I'm calling the Angels are making the playoffs one way or the other. You know, I and I, I say that only because I think that the shortened season gives gives those mid tier two teams, and I'm gonna classify Angels as mid tier, but kind of the lower mid tier, a chat a shot. So yeah, you know, wild card, baby. Any, yeah, I'm expecting. I'm not expecting like. We win the the division, but like hey, I, we, we, I think a wild card spot is definitely yeah. is definitely achievable this year. And yeah. I just want to see the Angels in the playoffs. That's that's just all I want to see this year. Yeah. Hey, we got Joe Madden. Who knows? Maybe he's to trick up his sleeve. Oh, mad yeah. dog. All right. Okay. Mine. My hot take is okay. This is based like if if the Sixers don't see the Bucks in the first two rounds, I have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals easily. I think I think they're a really good team. Um, Sixers are only good though when they play at home. Yeah, they're like yeah, at home they're so good, and Embiid's gonna have so much rest. He just has to come back like physically fit. That's all. That's all. Because Embiid healthy is he's a beast. Dude's a beast. And Simmons, you can just trust Ben to do his thing. And yeah, they uh, they're just a really good formidable team. Like they're very lengthy, athletic. And I, I have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks if if they don't run into each other before. All right. Okay. Uh, you say best for last, Steven? Well, mine's a kind of boring one. It's a baseball one, and it's not like a s- super specific thing. But with, like, we are talking about the minor leagues, like, shutting down and there not being one, I think we're going to see a lot more prospects being called up Yeah. this year. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm- not I think it's mostly not for like huge stints like for an entire year. I think it's just since like, hey, we're gonna give you some playing time because you're not getting yeah. any. Uh you're not getting any outside of the MLB. It's just gonna be see like, oh hey, how are you doing? What are we gonna see in the future two, three years? So Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I see you for like, oh hey, pitchers want to get like an inning or two of work or like 
the outfielder, get a rep, get some reps, get an AB. You never know. And Will yeah, I know they-, they were saying they were saying that there's going to be a lot more minor leaguers or pe- even players who were drafted that might yeah. be seeing MLB time. I saw a video by Fuzzy. Bobby Wood Jr. was added to the Royals roster. Like he can he can get playing, and he's that. He, he says that he's, like, the next big thing. And Bobby Wood Jr. is really good. Like, What about, like, I know, will they be able to, like, call up and, like, wh- what will you do with the player you have to, like, send down? Like, how, how I don't know how it's really going to work. Yeah, and also, I don't know, like, like if they're going to, it's going to get complicated because they're going to end up messing with their, like, service time. And, you know, you know how that Chris Bryant deal with the Cubs? Like, he's, they have, they've been fighting service time for a while now. Like, that's going to yeah. become a with this shortened season and prospects playing. So, like, I don't know. Maybe well, after, like, a certain amount of games, it doesn't count as a full year of service time. But, yeah. One little quick fact, or not a fact, but I wanted to leave us with, is I heard from my brother, direct source, that <laughs> the San Francisco Giants might sign Barry Bonds in order for him to, like, have more years of eligibility for the Hall of Fame. I, just I hope they do. Cool. Very credible source. Very credible source. Well, though, like, he heard it from something. He heard it from a source. He just told me, but, like... He's either next to Jeff Pass. I don't know. I, I feel like... <laughs> I think... It, I don't think it's a smart idea, because, like, it's it's a waste of a player, but... Hey, who knows? Dude, what if he's he, I think he deserves being the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Aspiration. I don't care what you say. Steroids are not... No other player with steroids could hit 762 home runs. Yeah. True. All right. All right. I think that wraps it up for today's episodes. As always, go follow us on all our social medias, on Twitter, Instagram, and we're on all your favorite podcast sources, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Breaker. I got all of them, right, Shelly? Pocket Cast. Yes. There you go. There's more. There's more. Radio Public. Radio Public. <laughs> Well, that's all for today. Take them dubs. We'll see you next week. Wear your masks, please.